down the hill at my normal speed. My husband said I was speeding, but it was normal for me. Okay. It wasn't speed. It was raining, so it wasn't speed, and I know better than the speed in the rain. And I was coming down the hill, and I hit the top of the hill by Calvary, and I was coming down, and the person coming up the hill was coming up on the right-hand side, the side that I was coming down. We don't do that. So I see the car coming up, and I'm like, okay, thank you, Jesus. Jesus is an amazing protector, glory to God. So I hit my brakes, but the car decided to go in a different direction. The car kept, when the guy figured out he was on the wrong side, he thought, no, wait, wait, I was on the left side. So, yeah, I forgot y'all on the left. So he was on the left side. He was on, if he was on the right, he was right, and I was wrong. Glory to God. So he was on the left side coming up the hill. So when I hit the brakes, the car skidded, and the car started skidding toward the school and toward the other cars coming up the hill. How many people know? The only name you can call in a situation like that. It ain't mama. It ain't Steve. Glory to God. That's my husband. But I called on the name of. Glory to God. Glory to God. And I'm telling you, inches. My car stopped literally inches. We was this close. This close. That close, and there was people coming up behind him. So everybody trying to stop because my car decides when I call a name, name nothing but the devil. I call the name, and the devil trying to take it someplace else. No, Jesus ain't having none of that. He ain't having none of that. Glory to God. That name is greater than any other name. It steals the enemy and the avenger also. Stops the devil in his tracks. Glory to God. I don't care if it's an inch away. Come on, somebody. King Jesus will show up and he will show out for you. Glory to God. That's the God who we serve and he is amazing. Glory to God. Hallelujah. The devil is a lie and the truth ain't in him. Hallelujah. Glory to God. People got assignments to do. They ain't got no time for that. I ain't got no time for that. I got an assignment. Glory to God. People to talk to. Glory to God. People to encourage and people to strengthen. Glory to God. Hallelujah. I came to set the captives free because that's what Jesus did. I came to heal the brokenhearted because that's what Jesus did. I came to loose the heavy burdens because that's what Jesus did. Glory to God. That is my assignment this morning. Glory to God. I need everybody just to tap in. You know how you tap in? With your faith. Glory to God. You don't come in here like a blank page like a duh. No, you come in here excited about what God is about to do in your life and in the life of the person sitting next to you. Glory to God. Hallelujah. God wants to do some amazing things in your life. Glory to God. Because he is an amazing God. And he's a God that can turn anything around. Glory to God. He put on my heart to preach this morning that something good is about to happen. Hey. Y'all ain't hear me. Something good. Something great. Something wonderful. It's about to happen to you this morning. Come on, somebody. You got to live in a realm of expectation that at any moment, God can turn your situation around. Glory to God. Somebody tell your neighbor something good is about to happen to me. Find another neighbor. Tell him, neighbor, 
something good is about to happen to me. Talk to that person behind you. Say, neighbor, you didn't hear me. I said something good is about to happen to me. Now somebody give God praise on that. Hey. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. That's the realm that we're living in. That's what we confess. Glory to God. So if you confessing it, you should expect it to happen. Any moment, any second in your life. Glory to God. Something good is up. Hey, come on, somebody. You've been standing in faith. Glory to God. You've been speaking and confessing the word. You've been giving God praise. Something good. Glory to God. Open your Bibles to the book of Philippians chapter 1 verse number 18. Something good. Something great. Something wonderful is about to happen to me. That's my confession. Glory to God. Something good. Something great. Something wonderful is about to happen to me. Glory. I don't care what it looks like. Something good. Something great, something wonderful is about to happen to me. I don't care about the pain in my body. Something good, something great, something wonderful is about to happen to me. I don't care about debts or anything or how much I got in my bank account. Something good, something great, something wonderful is about to, I don't care about the persecution on my job. Something good, something great, something wonderful is about to happen to me. I don't care about what happened between me and my husband you know I don't care what he said because I know something good something great something wonderful is about to happen I don't care what happens anywhere come on somebody on my job in the street I don't care about what nobody said because I know this one thing something good something great and something wonderful is about to happen to me Anytime you're in the presence of the Almighty God, you should be in expectation of something happening to you. When you drive into the place, glory to God, drive into the church, your confession is something good is about to happen to me this morning. Glory to God. Sometimes you have to do it with tears in your eyes. Something good is about to happen to me. Because I know I serve a God that turns everything around. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Something good. Something great. Something wonderful. Is a, that's your attitude, glory to God, for the rest of this year. Something good. I know I keep saying the same thing. Why she keep saying the same thing? Because I want it to get in your heart, glory to God. Something great, something wonderful is about to happen to me. See, when you got areas in your life you're expecting the God to move in, the first thing you do is you go to the Word. You see what the Word has to say about your situation. Then you meditate on the Word. These are the things that we've been taught here. Then you pray it out in faith. Then you release your faith. Come on, somebody. And then you thank God for the victory. Those are the principles of faith that we have been taught. I'm looking at some faces. Some faces look discouraged this morning. Some faces look very sad. How are you going to be sad in the house of God? Come on, brighten up. First thing you do, whatever that thing that, that got your face looking crook.
You go to the word, whatever that thing is that make you sad and discouraged, depressed and all that. You go to the word about that thing. You get God's word on it. Then you meditate on that thing. That means you're going to think about it over and over and over again. Then you're going to pray in faith. I'm saying this so somebody can write this down because people don't know the principles of faith. Then you pray it out in faith after you meditated it. Meditated it. You pray it out in faith and then you release your faith in that thing. And then you praise God for your victory. Y'all hearing me this morning? You pray, I don't care what it is. See, sometimes we think it's, oh, God can only do this much, but he can't do that. No, God can do all things. He is Lord of all. I don't care what the situation is. He is Lord. He is King of kings. He is Lord of lords. He is the Lord God Almighty. Come on, somebody. And there is nothing the devil can throw at you that Jesus hasn't already defeated and made you an overcomer of. Come on. So you get in the word, meditate the word, pray it out in faith, release your faith, and then you give God praise, radical praise for the victory. Glory to God. See, a, 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 a determination of if you really believe it is, you're going to praise God when it don't look like it's happening. When you look in your checkbook and there is no extra money. And you go to the grocery store with $100 and you come back with four things. Y'all know what I'm talking about. Y'all, everybody say, yeah. Y'all live here in St. Thomas. Come on, somebody. You go to get a lot of things. But when they add the bill, it's only four things. But even in that, our God can show up when you're right at the register and you're about to put back them three, four other items. Somebody say, I got it for you. I got you covered. Oh, somebody know what I'm talking about. Come on, somebody. Glory to God. I got you. I got that meal for you. Glory to God. That's the God that we serve. Come on, somebody. So it doesn't matter what it is. Doesn't matter what it is. Get in the word. Meditate the word. Pray it in faith. Release your faith. Praise God for the victory. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Somebody waking up in here. I feel y'all connecting now. Come on now. Woo. God made it clear to me that we got to get back to the place of expecting it to happen. Something good is about to happen to me means it's going to happen right now. I'm not the determiner of it. I'm just releasing my faith in it because I know my God. Glory to God. And I leave him to be God. I leave him to be mighty. I leave him to be awesome. And I leave him to be glorious. Come on, somebody. Something about to happen to me. We got people standing in faith for healing. People standing in faith for their finances. People standing in faith for their marriages. Come on, somebody. People standing in faith. Some people believe in God for a mate. Oh, go there. Go there. Go all the way there. Go there. Believe in God for that spouse, for that mighty man of valor or that woman of virtue. Come on, somebody. 
You can't get discouraged in your little waiting. Glory to God. Dig in the word. Find out what God's word says. The Bible says that he that findeth the wife findeth good, a good thing, and obtaineth the favor of the Lord. So my husband got favor because he hooked up with me. What what we what we saying? He got favor. All the married members say, "Hey, when he hooked up with you, favor came along with it." Glory to God. Favor. So rules and policies. When he out there working, doing what God has called him to do, rules and policies will be reversed and changed in his behalf because he got favor. Doors are open for him that no man can close because he got favor because he got you, glory to God. He obtaineth the favor of the Lord. The Bible says we have favor with God and then we're going to have some favor on this level with man. Come on, somebody. So he should be happy to see you every morning, whether your hair combed or not, whether you got makeup on or not. Every time he should look at you, breath kicking or not. Every time he look at you, he should say, favor. Hey, he got favor. Glory to God. Favor, favor. When he walk out the door, he got favor. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Benefit of being married. Glory to God. He got the favor. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Another benefit of being married, the Bible says, if two shall agree on earth as touching anything that they shall ask, it shall be done. Me and he, where he go? This man done messed up my message. Where he at? My husband be like, just leave me out. Just leave me out. My kids don't want no part of me when I preach. Be like, but the Bible says, if two shall agree on earth as touching anything that they shall ask, it shall be done. We're the two in the household. It shall be done. It shall be done. Glory to God. So no matter what comes against us, when we're standing together, the Bible says we're one flesh, not two. We're two different people, but the Bible, God sees us as one. And we are mighty in the kingdom of God and mighty against the enemy. So that's why the devil always trying to come up in your business in the household, start little stuff, little stuff. You know what I'm saying? Little stuff. It, when you think about it, you be like, that ain't mean nothing. I had an argument about nothing. I said all of that for nothing. That's why he tries to come in, trying to break the agreement. Because he knows the power that is manifested when the two come together. He gets you going this way. Me going that. One time I tried to get my husband. I was like, you should come and serve with me and children. He said, me not college children ministry. I got him one time to be in a Christmas play. That was it. That was, he said, uh uh, uh uh. He always, what my husband say, stay in your lane. That ain't his lane. Mm -mm. He don't play with that. Yeah, he ain't gonna put on no clown suit. He ain't putting no, he ain't trying to be Jesus in the play. He ain't trying to do none of that. 
You know how we try to be persuasive and try to get him to go in the direction we want to go? Lead that man to God. He is the priest of the home. That's how I'm preaching this because somebody must have pulled it out. He is the priest of the home. That's how God made him. And directions come to the man first. Oh, I'm messing up some people. Oh, Lord. Oh, Lord, I might get stoned today. Glory to God. When we like, I don't know who you're talking about. That Eve rise up. Hmm, I gave Adam that apple. And you see, he ate it. Down Eve, down Eve. Directions come from God to the man. And the man disseminates the information to the household. Glory to God. Everybody got that. Come on. He say, brother, brother Ruth, say, say that. Say that. The man like that. Look at that. Say that. Say that. Tell her, Mr. Abbott. Tell her. Have them all come up. Lay hands. Get that Jezebel spirit out of them. Come on. That spirit. I'm going to do what Jezebel ran her husband, you know. I'm going to do what I want to do. That is not God. I'm sorry. Don't be Jezebel. Okay, let me. That ain't got nothing to do with my message. Stop asking me questions. Some man prayed that today. Don't stop. Don't stop. Glory to God. Get him in line. Get him in line. Have an altar call. Glory to God. Get them women straight in the house of God. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Praise him. Didn't I tell y'all to go to Philippians chapter 1? Hallelujah. Oh, Jesus. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Hallelujah. But it don't matter what it is. Glory to God. Something good is about to happen. Got to get back on course. I went off course. I had to come back. I had to throw that in there. Glory to God. Something good about Philippians chapter 1, verse number 18. They already had it up. Now, this is Paul. Paul was in prison. And um, if you look at verse number 18, he starts out with one thought and, and then he ends with another one. And this is what he's talking about. He said, what then? Notwithstanding every way, whether in pretense or in truth, Christ is preached. I therein do rejoice. What is Paul rejoicing about? That Christ is preached? Because people was getting upset because these men, you know how, how sometimes we get like, this person ain't got all the pedigrees and all the other degrees and stuff, so they shouldn't be allowed to do the same thing that, I, that you do, glory to God. Paul's like, I don't care where they're coming from. As long as Christ is preached, that's all that matters to me. Remember, God is the one that used the donkey to preach to the, pre oh, come on somebody. God will use anybody he so chooses to get this word out into the world. Come on, somebody. Don't the world need to hear about Jesus? Don't they need to turn and come to God? Don't they need to be set free? Don't they need to be healed? Don't they need to be delivered? Somebody got to tell it. Come on, somebody. And a lot of time, the people who know God called to the ministry of reconciliation ain't saying a thing. I had to throw that in there. You ain't saying a thing. God asked you to speak up, but you shut up. Come on, somebody. So Christ, uh, Paul is like, I don't care as long as Christ is being preached. He said, yay, and will rejoice. For, what is he talking about? We know anytime we see the word for, it's connecting two thoughts in the scripture. He said, for I know. Why well, didn't turn the team? 19. I was on the road. they like, where the four at? Okay. Verse number 19 for me. Yes, ma'am. Yeah, there you go. It says, for I know that this shall turn. Paul had knowledge, revelation knowledge of this. 
He said, for I know that this shall turn to my salvation. That word salvation can be looked at as deliverance. So I know that this going to turn to my deliverance. Where was he at? I told you he was in prison. So he said, irregardless to my circumstances, I know this. How many people know this about their situation? Because they've been meditating on the word. How many people know this? That it's going to turn to your salvation. It's going to turn to your... De- Come on, somebody. Something about to turn in your life, glory to God. While you're sitting in here he- hearing the word, glory to God. Being built up and strengthened and encouraged. Something is about to turn. Paul said, I know this, glory to God. I got revelation knowledge of this. I know my God. My God's not going to leave me in this, glory to God. I know this is going to turn. I don't care where you are right now. I don't care what situation you're in, glory to God. You should know this according to the word of God. God will deliver you. And that situation is going to bow to the name of Jesus. And that thing is going to turn. I don't care where you are right now. I don't care what it looks like, glory to God. Paul had inside information. I got revelation knowledge of this. This going to turn. I might be on lockdown right now, but in this, I'm going to rejoice, glory to God, because I know my God. It's all about knowing who he is, all about knowing what he does, all about knowing that he's capable, able, and willing to do it for you. For I know this situation going to turn, glory to God. That's somebody's declaration in the house this morning. I know this. This situation going to turn. Yep, I walked in here one way. I'm walking out here another way. With another attitude, another perspective. Yep, this about to turn, glory to God. I'm putting a word on it. I'm going to put a praise on it, glory to God. This too will pass. We sing this song sometimes by uh, Fred Hammond. He's going to be here in February, glory to God. Late in the midnight hour, God's going to... Come on, somebody. Whatever you are dealing with, you need to stare that situation in the face. A lot of times we don't want to deal with what's going on in our lives. Come on, the truth make you free. It is what it is. I got myself in debt. Yes, I did. But I know a God that is able to deliver me. Yep. Yep, I did this. I went left when God told me to go right. But I know my God is able in this situation. Come on, somebody. You got to know that that situation will turn glory to God. And it's going to turn in your favor. Going to turn in your favor. That's for somebody this morning. It's going to turn in your favor. You hear me? Come on, somebody. Paul said this ain't going to turn. I'm in prison, but this going to turn. Somebody feel on lock. They feel like they on lockdown on the inside. I'm telling you, hear my voice this morning. It's going to turn. A lot of people been in prison. They own prison. Someplace you, you've locked yourself in, glory to God, from embar- because of embarrassment, shame, condemnation, your failures. Come on, somebody. It's time to be set free. That thing will turn. You give it over to God. Come on, somebody. Turn. Turn in my favor. Glory to God. If it has to turn, that means you was going in the wrong direction. 
had you going propelling in the wrong direction and it's away from God away from his destiny away from the plan that he has but that thing got to turn there's some people that left God left the word because of situation left the church come on I'm going there you know I go all the way in I come back out come on left the church over some come on no that thing about to turn glory to God I don't care if you sin. You hear me this morning. I don't care how bad you have messed up. Come on, somebody. It's time to go in the other direction. And it's time to come back to God. Today is your day of deliverance. Today is your day of healing. Come on, somebody. Anytime you can turn around. Glory to God. I know some people in here like me got that testimony. Started going the other way. Thank God for the word. Somebody caught me. Come on, somebody. God had somebody share it with me. Brought me back so I can walk in the right direction. Come on, somebody. Oh, we got to tell the truth this morning. Everybody ain't, I know everybody got their dress on and got their makeup on, but everybody ain't been that holy. Come on, somebody. Hey, some people had less than enough on at the carnival. Come on, somebody. Somebody was partying at the what's your name club. Somebody was smoking some blunts. Come on, somebody. Hey, couldn't get you out of the bar until all the bar was empty. Come on, somebody. All the bottles was empty. But God. But God. Couldn't get you out the bed with that woman. Couldn't get you out the bed with that man. And then I hope it ain't the vice versa. You the woman with the woman and the man. Whatever it is. matter our God is able hello somebody it doesn't matter the depths of the sin that you are in the Bible says that Jesus is able to save to the uttermost come on he's the one that pulls you out the gutter starts you on a new life glory to God walking for him and serving him glory to God Uh-huh, uh-huh. I got some people in here know the truth. Come on, somebody. Sometimes we act so holy and sanctimonious when people come in here. They don't know you ever been through nothing because you got your mask on. You better tell the truth. So the person sitting next to you can be set free. Come on, somebody. Take that mask off. Stop playing them games. Time to be real with the people in the house of God. Hey! Glory to God. Nothing but God changed me. Nothing but God. Nobody but him delivered me. Glory to God. I don't care how good you've been. Because some people live on the good lane. I've been good. I ain't never did none of that. I ain't smoked nothing. I ain't drank nothing. I ain't slept with nobody but my husband. That's good. But the Bible says all have sinned and come short of the glory of God. We was all put in that position because of Adam's disobedience. That's what the Bible said. For whereby one man sinned. 
Wherefore by one, one man, sin entered into the world, and death by sin. And it says death was passed upon, that's Romans 5, all men, because all have sinned. So don't play your goodness with me. Come on, somebody. We was all in the same place. All of us. The patia. No, I can't think of a good word for the other thing, so I can't say that other thing. I have to practice my English. Okay. But all that other stuff, y'all know. We was all on the same level. But Jesus. Hey. Woo. Somebody needed to hear that this morning. Glory to God. Hey. Nobody but Jesus delivers. Nobody but Jesus heals. Nobody but Jesus sets free. Glory to God. But God. Hallelujah. Aren't you glad he changed your life? Woo. My God. I look at some people on the internet. You know, you know how you be friends with them on Facebook? And you be wondering, like, we graduated the same time. See somebody laughing because y'all know what I'm about to say. We're like, what happened? Sin, the life of sin. Sin will wear you out from the inside out. But we serve a God. He will restore your youth like, hey, like an eagle. When you come to him, glory to God. Woo, glory, glory, glory. Had to throw that out there. So Paul said, this going to turn to my deliverance. This going to turn for me, glory to God. I may be on lockdown, but this is about to turn. And how did he say it was going to turn? If you look at the scripture, he says, through your prayers and the supply of the spirit of Jesus Christ. Go to verse number 20 for me. And according to my earnest expectation and my hope that in nothing shall I be ashamed. But with all boldness, as always, so now also in Christ shall be magnified in the body. But Paul says this, according to my earnest expectation, this thing going to turn, glory to God. My earnest expectation. Now, um, everybody go to Matthew chapter 9, verse number 27. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Time be going. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Everybody in Matthew chapter 9, looking at the screen if you can. Looking in your Bible if you want to. Glory to God. Paul said, this is going to turn according to my earnest expectation. When I started thinking about this, I thought about these men, these blind men in the Bible. Let's look at this story. And it says, when Jesus departed thence, two blind men followed him, crying and saying, Thou son of David, have mercy on us. Now, these men had faith enough to follow Jesus in the indoors. That's what Scripture says when you get the next Scripture, talk about how they came in the house with him. They followed after him. Isn't that something? These blind men, that, that amazed me that the Scripture says that they followed him indoors. They followed after him, glory to God. We know they had to, had to have some help, glory to God. And now, this is the first time that that phrase, son of David, is used in Scriptures. These men were physically blind, but they knew something. They knew something. Verse number 28, and it says, And when he was coming to the house, the blind man came to him, and Jesus said unto them, Believe ye that I am able to do this. God is speaking to somebody this morning. 
Do you believe that God is able to do this, whatever your this, for you? Believe ye that I am able? You believe that God is able to do it? Y'all ain't hearing me. I'm telling you, some people got that thing. Boy, when you done been through some stuff, I'm telling you, all you got is Jesus to turn to. It don't matter what it is. He said, believe ye that I am able to do this. These men's situations, they were physically blind. Your situation may be whatever it is. But it requires the same belief, the same expectation that he is able to do it. Y'all hearing me this morning. And what did their response? They said unto him, yeah, Lord. Then it says, then touched he their eyes, saying, according to your faith. Y'all catch that? According to your faith. According to what you believe about me. According to what you've been speaking and saying about me. Or what you've been meditating on. According to your faith. Be it unto you. Jesus talking to somebody in this house this morning. Glory to God. I wrote down here it says. Since you believe your request is granted. Since you believe. See, this ain't about nobody else. A lot of times, you know, I know we get in our little prayer groups and all that kind of stuff. When they hunter call me and I have a need, I know that. But it's according to what you believe. According to your faith. Your confident expectation. Your, yourself being fully persuaded that God is able to do it. You! And then it says, verse number 30. And their eyes were opened. And Jesus straightway, then he told them, you know, he said, don't go tell nobody. And you know, they go went out right out the door and start telling folk. But they immediately got the healing that they need. Somebody in here came in here. They're believing God for healing in their body this morning. And you've been standing on faith. You ain't been playing with the thing. You've been speaking a word what God has said. You've been saying it over and over again, and you are persuaded from the inside. I ain't talking about head knowledge. A lot of people got head knowledge of the word. That don't do nothing for you. That's called mental assent. Mentally, I know this, but in my heart, I'm, I'm unsure. God don't need you unsure. When you believe in God for something, it ain't time to be unsure. It's time to be sure that God can get you out. Come on, somebody. When you're in trouble... You need to know that he's able to do this. Glory to God. And the only way I'm going to know that is by his word. Standing on his word. Speaking his word. Come on somebody. Confessor, faith comes by hearing. What better way to hear it than to hear you say it out of your own mouth. By his stripes I am healed. By his stripes I am healed. Healing is the children's bread. So I partake of my healing right now. He sent his word to heal me and deliver me glory to God. Come on, somebody. You personalize it. You make it for yourself, glory to God. And you have a confident expectation because we've seen it many times in the word that God is able to do it in your life. Come on, somebody. Hey, glory to God. Glory to God. And when I was meditating on having a confident expectation, they were bold just to walk up in the house with Jesus. How bold are you? 
The Bible says that we can come boldly to the throne of grace and obtain mercy and find grace to help in time of need. God expects us to step up to him boldly, no matter what it is. Bring it to me. That's what he's telling you this morning. Give it to me. Turn it over to me. Put it into my hands. And watch what God will do in your life. Glory to God. They boldly stepped up. Glory to God. God needs Christians that's going to boldly step up. Glory to God. In this time and in this season. Glory to God. He needs you to be the example. Glory to God. I spoke the word. I prayed about it. Glory to God. And I see the manifestation where people are bewildered. Because you know people be watching you. When you be talking about Jesus, believe me, somebody is taking note. And they want to see if what you say going to be true. And they know how, you know how some people yada, 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 talk about everything that they're going through. Every situation like me, I got like a Joyce Meyer anointing when I get on the mic. Come on, somebody. But I tell you, after I come out, glory to God. But the thing is, some people tell it, tell it, tell it. And people are listening. And they're watching to see what your God going to do for you in this situation. Yep, you say God provide. Let them see you, me uh, see him provide for you, glory to God. You always ask somebody, you got a court? You got a court for the machine? You got a court? got a dollar? They want to see if your God going to provide for you. Glory to God. They know you've been missing work because you've been to the doctor. Come on, somebody. They want to see if the God you talk about going to heal you. They heard you talk about your marriage or they might have seen you in a parking lot cutting up with one another. They want to know if the same God can restore your marriage. Come on, somebody. Oh, this is a real thing. Ha, ha. Come on, somebody. Ha, ha, ha is right. Come on, somebody. We serve a real God. He handles real situations in our life. Glory to God. He ain't like Buddha and Elijah, Muhammad, and all them gods that are dead. No, our God is alive and well, and he is seated on the throne forevermore. Glory to God. And he has all power in his hand. Glory to God. The Bible says he took back the keys of death, hell, and the grave, and he triumphed over the devil. And he did it once and for all. Glory to God. So they want to see if that God. When they talked about the, um, when they talked about last week that the, the what that storm, the, whatever the storm was, Gaston, what's his name? Whatever his name, he had to bow to the name of Jesus. Everybody worked talking about how they're going to batten down the hatches. And we, well, you got to get the, get the payroll in because we probably ain't going to be here tomorrow. Not only was we there tomorrow, we was the day after tomorrow, now the mother day. We ain't got no time for Gaston, Shirley, Emmanuel, Hosea, whatever they want to call them names. Glory to God. All them storms got to bow to the name of Jesus. Glory to God. But see, they want to see if you're going to do the same thing. They do, you know, they be running around in the fridge. Where's the plastic? They, they be clowning, boy. Put, cover your computer down. Lift that one up off the floor. Put the books on the table. Put the files in the file cabinet. And then we come back tomorrow. And all this glue and tape and sticky tape, we got to take all that down. That's about a whole half a day. Gaston done filled cisterns and booked up. But see, they want to know if you're going to respond just like them. You're going to do the same thing they do. 
You're going to clown like them. Glory to God. Hallelujah. I got to go, go, go fill my car up. Glory to God. I got to go put my shed with them things on, the shutters on. I got to do that. Go get me some sandbags and all that kind of stuff because they say the storm is coming. I was like, what storm they talking about? I was in a frenzy because I didn't know what they was talking about. What is y'all talking about? You ain't heard about the storm? I say, what storm? You ain't, you ain't paying attention to Vitima? Who, who, Vitima, where, 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 where? I'm like, what is going on? They was, I mean, really, turn in the payroll today. Turn in the payroll today. <laughs> Sitting there in the rain, in the building the same day, and people coming in. Ooh, I went outside. We got to go now. I see the clouds coming over the hill. I was just outside. See, when you like that, that's called negative expectation. Anybody know people like that? All they got to do is say the name, say the name of the storm, and them people buck wild and loose. I'm telling you, people got, probably got outdated canned food in their house because they done stockpile so much. Come on, somebody. <laughs> the Bible said, give us this day our daily bread. One, I ain't putting all that meat in my freezer for it, to, the power to go out because of Whopper. Somebody know what I'm talking about. Got 10 freezers worth of food and the power go out. All the meat got to go in the garbage. I ain't living like that, nah. I believe the man at Whopper be like this. He just be sitting there, he be like. Who work for Whopper? Don't turn my lights off. Don't turn my Who? She ducked down. She ducked down. But when you live like that, that's called negative expectation. Then, then you got people that live with for neutral expectation. It can go either way. Either way it go. Either way it go. They ain't got no position on nothing. Well, you never know. How many people know people like that? They're always saying, well, you never know. And they always blaming God. You never know what God going to do. You never know. Everything is he, he, The Bible says he's a healer. Well, you never know. The, the Bible says he's a provider. Wait, wait, you never know. That's called neutral expectation. I don't know which way to go. And then you got people with misguided expectation. Remember the guy named Naaman in the Bible? His, his thing was, okay, the prophet going to come out. He going to lay his hands on me. And then I'm going to be healed. The prophet said, you go, you go soak over there about seven times. And the prophet didn't even come out. The prophet sent a message. Now, this was a man with position. You don't treat people with position. Excuse me? You're not even going to come out and talk to me yourself? You're going to send a messenger out with a message, and then you're going to tell me to go dip in there, seven in that dirty water. All right, he did. Boy, oh, boy. That's called misguided expectation. His expectation. When you're living for God, it's whatever God say. However God want to do it. We see stories in the Bible where God fed people. Where, uh, where, uh, the prophet Elijah with a raven. Fed him in the morning. And ravens are dirty birds. 
God had that dirty bird bring them morning food and evening food. We saw God when people had some taxes due. God had a fish swim down to the bottom of the ocean, get the tax money, come back up to the top, wait for a hook, get on the hook so the men could get their tax money. Come on. He controls. So you're going to be the one to tell God how to do it in your life. <laughs> Somebody laughing at me. Thought about that. I said he had to tell the fish to get the money. The fish had to put the money in his mouth. The fish had to swim back up to the top. The fish had to wait till the hook came. He had to say, I'm gonna kill myself and get on here because they're gonna eat me after they get this money out of my mouth. <laughs> had some fish and Johnny cake. Come on. Get on the hook, reel him in. Get the money out of his mouth. Don't that make you go, mm. I thought about that last night. Every time I thought about it, I said, mm, that is something. God controls everything. Everything. Glory to God. Positive expectation. That's what Paul had when he was in prison. And it's called, um, when you think about uh, uh, positive expectation, uh, when you talk about the word expectation, it calls intense anticipation intense anticipation you know remember remember y'all remember um brother uh, evangelist tim story how he talked about being at the bus stop and how you know when you're at the bus stop you ain't just standing there looking across the street you waiting you looking i know y'all been delivered from safaris and so just just entertain me here because they like what they talking about the bus stop i ain't been at the bus stop in years just entertain me. When you was a child, you was at the bus stop. <laughs> no, my mother took me to school. Anyway, but when he taught us about being at the bus stop, and you know, if you look in, well, in the States, we had buses. Look, come on now. And we would look down the street to see when the, we could see the bus coming from afar, hoping that it didn't fill up. By the time I got to my school, I went to Cooley High. Okay. But um, they, we would be looking for the bus to come. That's talk about an intense anticipation I'm looking for it to come I'm looking for it not just on occasion I wouldn't be at the bus stop today and never look down the street no every time I went to the bus stop I'd be looking for it to come the bus supposed to be here at 730 here's 725 oh the bus on the way the bus on the way glory to God God wants you to have intense expectation anticipation of what he's about to do in your life that's why you can confess Something, I was waiting on somebody to say, y'all, something good is about to happen. I'm expecting it every day, every minute, every second. I'll be sitting at my desk, at my desk sometimes. I'll be like, mm, something good is about to happen to me. I got, I was on Facebook at work. Don't tell nobody. I was on Facebook, on my phone, on my phone, on my phone. I just looked down because somebody sent me a message. I looked at the thing. I said, wow. Okay, I looked at the message. I said, glory to God. I screamed out at work. They said, you okay? We thought you fell out the chair. I said, now if I fell out the chair, <laughs> y'all would have heard mold in the scream. Everything up here would have been toe up. Okay, I got that little bit cubicle. Come on, somebody. And they said, we thought, no. I said, something good just happened to me. That was one day. 
I was sitting at my desk on Friday. Because I, I, when God tell me to do something, I'm not going to tell you and I ain't doing it myself, you know. I've been doing it and doing it because he's been talking about suddenly manifestation. So I'm sitting at my desk on Friday. I get a phone call. They want to do soul winning in Grenada. And they want to know if you want to come. You better believe I want to come. Something good just happened to me. Not to mention the car, something good happened to me. I said, God, it's according to your expectation, your intense anticipation of what God going to do in your life. Glory to God. I'm just lining up with the word that God has given me. Look, think about this. I'm, I'm almost ready, Rhonda, for the, for the team. You, you with me? You, walk, you she working with me. Go ahead. You know when they be running track and field, everybody saw the Olympics, right? And you know when the people be in the block? I ain't never been no Rhonda, y'all can tell you. Okay. But they be standing there and they be intense. Their bodies be cold. And they waiting for the gun to go off so they can jot down like boat. Boat don't play. I think he be, he be playing with them people initially. Then all of a sudden, that brother kicking in the high gear, and he smile. And take off, glory to God. But they be standing there in intense anticipation. Now, y'all remember the girl, Shauna, what's her name? Shauna Miller? Yeah, the girl Shauna Miller. Y'all know Shauna Miller? Y'all had to watch the Olympics. Let me get my thing here. Shauna Miller in the Olympics. Show the video. I got let them see it. Put the video up for me. Y'all got to see this. I want y'all to see this. Some people probably already know, but I want y'all to see the video. This is the girl. Because first I was like, no, that's wrong. Phyllis was waiting on that thing. She had that. She had it. She had that girl. But check, after I read this, I was like, I got to give it to her. She said, the only thing I was thinking about was the gold medal. That's how you're supposed to be with your face. And the next thing I know, I was on the ground. Come on, come on, go to the next one. I think the dive was just a reaction. My mind went blank. The next thing I knew, I was laying on the ground. I've got a few cuts and bruises, but I'm okay. Next one. This is the moment. I this is the moment that I have been waiting for. Okay, Rhonda. Okay. Okay, Rhonda. Rhonda, she, she said, I got you, I got you. When I told her, I said, I want that video to play. She said, I got you, I got you. She said, this is the moment. Play it again. Run that book again. This is the moment that I have been waiting for. I had to give it up to the girl. 
I said, this is not a diving contest. But according to the rules, whatever part of your torso that make it across that line, they declare you the winner, glory to God. And look, look, when they put, when they put up the records, they ain't going to say she died. They're just going to say she got the gold. You got to set your, that girl, I know some people like, I can't wait till you get to the door. Because we're going to have to talk about, no, we ain't talking about this, glory to God. That girl, I know the other girls is a believer. I know Felix is a believer. But you know how sometimes Christians, we stand back. And we let everybody go in front of us. Let everybody come up. God gave us the idea. We let them develop it. God gave this to us. We let them do it. God gave us the business plan. We never do it. I don't know if this girl saved or not. But the girl say, this is the moment that I've been waiting for. Glory to God. That's how your attitude got to be when it comes to having expectation for God. This is the moment, glory to God, because something good about to happen to me, glory to God. This is the moment when that thing show up. I have been Hey! I've been waiting for. Y'all ain't with me. By any means necessary, I'm going to release my faith. I'm going to put a praise on it. This the moment God said, something good is about to happen to me, glory to God. So at any moment, I'm in expectation. This is the moment. This is what I've been praising for. This is what I've been thanking for. This is what I've been running for. This is what I've been leaping for. This is what I've been any. That thing lit me up, glory to God. You got to be willing to give God your, turn up your expectation, glory to God. My soul wait thou only upon God, for my expectation is from him, glory to God. I'm expecting deliverance. I'm expecting healing. I'm expecting my prosperity, glory to God. I'm expecting my deliverance. I'm expecting the doors to be open for me that no man can come on. What you expecting? I want to lay my hands on you. I know, yes, I know. I want to lay my hands. Come on, I need some men. I need some men. Come on, come on. Glory to God. This is my moment, glory to God, to give him glory and to give him honor, glory to God, because I believe it. I expect it to happen in my life, glory to God. In the name of Jesus, glory to God. There are some people who've been standing in faith. I'm telling you, I'm telling you, something good is about to happen to you. There's some people in here believing God for some stuff. Come on up here. Quick, come on, come in anticipation. Come up here praising. Come up here thanking. Coming up here giving God glory. I need the band. Come on, band. Come on, band. Come on, band. Come on, band. Let's hit it. Let's hit it. Right now, you leap right now, hallelujah.